see most of the human race killed off because it is unworthy. It is unworthy of the gift of life. I don't care what society thinks. They're nothing anyway. They're no better than me. Until we have a safe word, we will not stop. Hey, this is Jason Rouse, and welcome to the Safe Word Podcast. Who do we have here today? Do we have Jake and Louie? We have Jake. Louie is a drama queen. He's not here. (laughs) I I saw his limo when you came in, that box. Do you have to fold his legs? Yeah, all contorted all contorted like that. Yeah. They have some dummy cases where it's like really long and so they can lay down, but you know, you don't need that. That's too much. Yeah. Yeah. I think when you're complimenting your dummies comfortability, they do like I like how you're I like how you're actually you're debating the merits of keeping a inanimate object safe. <laughs> Well, that's the thing, though. I get it. Like, you, you're kind of taking... Well, first of all, you're, by trade, a ventriloquist. Yes. And um, for something like that, you've got to kind of take on a, a, um, being possessed. Yeah, it is a weird... I have to completely pour myself into this one weird thing. Like, uh, a lot of ventriloquists, like, they'll write, like, they'll have a character... They'll have a, all right, yeah. It's like, hey, everybody hear me now? <laughs> uh, yeah, they'll have this, they'll have a character or a bunch of them, and then they're like, they'll write for that character and its personality. Yeah. But I just, I like thinking of funny things, and I just funnel it all through Louie. Yeah, and it's, it's, channeling yeah. it. And it's definitely more schizo for me, just because I have only one character. And like, it's this one thing I'm constantly have my attention on. Yeah, it's like a, a self-induced... Uh, uh, split personality disorder, right? Because yeah. th- I find that, like, especially when you're doing s- things like that, you're, you know, you ha- to to make it really authentic, you're really embedded into this thing. You you can't have have do it. You've got to be all committed, or you know, if you, clearly you've seen Otto and George. Oh, oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, I don't even know why I've asked you mm. that. You couldn't be in the business that you're in and not seen. I was lucky enough to work with Otto and George in 2007 at the Montreal Just for Last Festival, nasty show, and um, you know, you know, there's very little of him on the internet. So you know, the stuff that I was coming across um, and what I was told, like when when it was first explained to me, I was like, this is this is insane. This is kind of like almost a Red Fox uh, um, embodiment on this this terrible ventriloquist dummy yeah and listen and with all due respect not a, the best ventriloquist true he definitely he, <laughs> i think i remember he said he did that on purpose because like i've seen him i he, get it in the later years he I did get it, it like on film close up yeah. but like you need to be heard and it's hard to be have addiction <laughs> especially when your dummy's screaming at you that you know you're a sweaty danish jew junkie you have to be able to under, have you understood yeah. yeah yeah i i love that stuff and um 
I was uh, doing open mic. I guess what is it? A book show? We're at Hooters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For us, yeah. Which is was a decent show. It was at the Hooters on Sunset Boulevard, and I kind of shuffle in there and plop myself down and watch the parade of comedians that I've seen in numerous times fail time and time again, but still keep them back. And then you, you know, first of all, I seen you walking around with a dummy, and you had a, an afro that was probably about eight inches deep. And I'm like, what is going on here? And then when you went into it, I was like, there's my unicorn. Nah. There it is. I was so happy to see something that was, you know, uh, in the vein of old, uh, what would you call it? Um, vaudeville. Vaudeville. And, um, but not in a commercial sense. It wasn't like a parody of something that had worked before. It was all original shit. And the fact that your age and the way you looked... It was. It added so much more venom to it, and I. It warms my black heart. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Also, I'm glad. I can't believe that that was back when I had my afro still. Yeah. Because I can't. I thought I could have sworn I had my hat then. But yeah, yeah, Otto. I of course. I know. I'm glad that you like me. Thank you. Thank mm. you for you know enjoying my comedy. But yeah, that you. The fact that you used to work with Otto and that you know you liked his comedy. It makes sense that. I'm glad that you saw me and were like, okay, that's good. Because I was always afraid when I was starting this that people would think I was copying him, the people yeah, who knew no, him. No, yeah. no, no. Like, your material's all original material from what I can see. And um, it's in that vein of, like, uh, a roasted stuff. And some of it is uh, audience-based stuff, but it's all material geared around this character. So it, it's... Uh, I don't see any parallels other than it makes people... Frown sometimes. <laughs> I love that. I love that a puppet can actually really get a gut venomous reaction out of somebody. I love oofs. Yeah. I love that, yeah. That's that's a new thing I think that you've kind of been uh, brought into over the last decade is uh, the ha-ha ooh of an audience. It wasn't always in place before. Material that I'd done, you know, years ago that I've thrown in in the mix of floundery stand-up comedy that I do in the city. <laughs> um, it, they would... Oh, oh, oh. So, but now I, I tend to lean into it even harder now. I enjoy twisting the knife. I know, yeah. When I saw you, because it was fucking nuts. Because it, it was... <laughs> Because it's like, it's a roller coaster. It People feel crazy. different shit at different points. Like, mm. even if a comic, if he's hilarious, but if it's just one note, people get kind of tired after a few minutes, even yeah. though they can acknowledge that it's funny. Yeah. But, like, if you can make them giggle at something silly at one moment and then just revolt, repulse them at once, like, it's it's the best feeling. It's adrenaline for them. Yeah, yeah. I, it, I, I looked at it as, like... You know, when you, a shark grabs your leg and it pulls you underwater and then you're trying to swim the shore and it's tagging you and tagging you and then you just get pulled under the water and then brought up to the surface and then, pull, and then it's over. Yeah. Everybody's, uh, everybody's dead. Yeah. <laughs> and the kidnap boy's going to be spilling all over the dock. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Inbowled. And, uh, but you moved from uh, East Coast. Yeah, uh, Schenectady, which, by the way... Did you just change schools, or were you already out of school then? Oh, yeah, I was already out of school. Oh, I okay. dropped out, yeah, clear by then. You, could, you dropped out of school? Yeah, senior I was year. asked to leave. Wow. They, the I principal, think they're just being called expelled. I think you're... Really? Yeah, you're pretty no. good up. You're just expelled. Uh, uh, well, maybe it was. You, let me explain the story, and you tell me if I was kicked out, or, or if I left or expelled. Principal pulls out my um, report card or, from the previous three years of my uh, attendance and says, you don't have enough credits here 
to fill out one year. You've been, you're going into your fourth year. You're clearly not doing anything. I was. I was vandalizing the school <laughs> on a regular basis. <laughs> um, and um, they said, you should just go. And that was it. And I left. Like Michael Landon in Highway to Heaven. Hmm. Have you seen the Highway to Heaven? No. Have you seen The Little House in the Prairie? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that the star of that show did a, uh, uh, I guess, a, a kind of Christian um, drama where this angel, Michael Landon, would go town to town and make things better because he was sent by Jesus. <laughs> we <laughs> watched God. weird shit in the 70s. Oh, My mom watches me TV this all the time. This is 80s. This is 80s. Oh, 80s. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What, what were some of your favorite shows? Oh, shit. I mean, as a kid, I want to put this one, I will say one cartoon because it's a great cartoon, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. It's a Canadian-based cartoon. Okay. Danny Antonucci, he, he made it. Just, Ed and Eddie? Yeah. Okay. It's so good. It's like... It's Is it animals? Art. No, it's like three dudes. It's like three guys and like they sell job... They sell things for quarters. They get job... It's just this weird esoteric cartoon. Like it has jazz music in the back. And, really? Yeah, it's just so great. But yeah, I like... Oh, I Love Lucy, for me, was the big one. I Love Lucy. I used yeah. to have all of the DVD sets, everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything old. Yeah. yeah. I Love Lucy. Andy Griffith Show is yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't too big. Oh, yeah. There okay. All right, there we go. Uh, Andy Griffith. I'm trying to think of real TV, because as this, when I got to be like 14 or 15, when I started really smoking weed, I, for some reason... What was the, what was the attraction to all this kind of... You know, uh, black and white entertainment. Like, was there somebody in your family that kind of showed you, like, the Three Stooges or something, or Little Rascals? Or it's funny you mentioned the Three Stooges. One of the earliest memories I yeah. have is having a videotape of the Three Stooges in like my room when I was really, really young and watching that. Yeah. But I think it's because just ventriloquism. All the great ventriloquists were in black and white, so I was just drawn to that sort of weird style it's very and format. Vampiric. It's yeah. very Nosferatu. A guy with a dummy. In a, a grainy, you know, the ring type shit. Yeah, they have it's matching haunting. suits. Yeah, it's haunting. I if I if you had left your dummy here, I would probably wake up in the middle of the night and like just stomp it to death, <laughs> just because I'm like I'm not gonna risk it. But the first time well, I got that it, Annabelle yeah. posters all over the fucking city. Is that oh, kind of cutting your grass a little bit? No, that helps is it good me. for business. Yeah, that helps yeah. me. I don't like, yeah, people should be afraid of that kind of stuff because that's what got me into it. Like the Goosebumps books, which oh, yeah, is yeah, yeah, I yeah. think another Canadian, another Canadian artist. Kenny, yeah, Kenny's popping up all over. Yeah, yeah. He, it was about a dummy that came to life, mm-hmm. and I didn't know what ventriloquism was, but I thought, oh, I want a dummy that comes to life. They and did I was some feature films, didn't they? Yeah, it was a kid series, but I didn't know it was Canadian based. My brother was a, a massive fan of it. It was. Kind of like a Hardy Boys, like a, a Scooby Doo kind of element. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they were all like one off. Like they had their own little worlds, and like yeah. there was series show type. Yeah, okay, very much. Yeah, and there was Wait, like, by the way, yeah, oh yeah, fluffy and I love shit. all that, um, like that Evil Dead and stuff, where it was very slapstick and stooge like, but with tons of blood and guts and and just you know when he jumps on that. That trap door in the uh, floor of the cabin, and that old lady's eye shoots out mm. and lands in the other girl's mouth. I thought that was magic. This is one I haven't seen, but I forget. Oh, which you've never seen Evil Dead? I haven't seen Evil Dead. Oh. There's f- there's a few weird ones I haven't seen, but I see I like a lot of ex- obscure shit. Like Cannibal Holocaust is one of my favorite yeah. movies. Caligula mm-hmm. with Malcolm McDowell. But what was that? Oh yeah, the, I forget which uh, Living Dead movie it was. But what was the guy with the? What was the one with Tarhead or Tarman? Oh, 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 Dawn of the Dead with the punk rockers. 
in the mortuary? I don't know. Oh, no, like, the, it started out with, like, the the guy in the case, like, melting. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah, That's I, Dawn of the Dead. That's I saw, great, too. I saw the uh, a, a film clip of that, like, a year ago, mm. and it really... Brains. I know, it, fu- it freaked me out. Like, I never get scared by anything or, yeah. like, chilled out, but I, like, just the way it moved and, like, the head is like, fuck, that's... Ooh. Uh, the one part that got me in that film was when the fucking zombie... He's eating that guy's skull open at the uh, ambulance. Send more paramedics. Oh, yes. I was like, they talk. I see. Yeah, that's (laughs) fucked up. Well, you definitely, I'll I'll reach out to you when I can track down some dates and tickets, but uh, the Hollywood Cemetery shows movies. Do you know anything about this? No. It's fucking great. I went and saw um, The Craft and um, Alien. Aliens or alien? I think it was aliens. And um, so you're sitting in this cemetery watching uh, a horror movie on a giant, uh, massive two-story wall, all white, amongst celebrities, dead celebrities. That's all. How do they? How do they get allowed to do that? That's that seems like. I mean, remember in the '90s they used to run the the hearse off the highway when they gave the death tours. So I'd feel like that would be. A huge run thing. the hearse off the highway. Yeah, I heard like yeah, they would. They had those death tours, but they would be like in buses with like skulls on them, and they would play funeral music, and like locals would like be honking at them and like try to bump into them. But uh, so they, they had to go underground. But so the fact that they have, you know, picnics next to running corpses, I mean, isn't fun. But yeah, it's very Hollywood and very reserved. You know, the 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 park or the the cemeteries, like it's beautiful, like it's work of art. They have some. Oh, there's a park. Yeah. yeah. Well, kind of. You're you're literally sitting. The tombstones are, the, you know, wow. ten feet from you. Jeez. And there's an area that's a little more open, uh, closer to this area, and uh, they put probably a couple thousand people will sit on the grass and watch a movie. I'm just reminiscing about this because summer's here and it's mushroom season. <laughs> you ever do? Yeah. Mushrooms? The last <laughs> time I did it though, I had to, I threw up because I really? forgot that that was a thing. Yeah. And so I was like. <clears throat> I was just, and then I looked up, if I throw up, is it going to lose the effect? And they said, if it's in your stream, then no. So then I threw up, and then 10 seconds later, I was down. I was like, fuck, because I could tell I was at the precipice of the, yeah. yeah. But then, and then, damn it. Yeah, that happens. I had a uh, a situation where um, a friend of mine had taken some mushrooms. I think it was the blackout in in, uh, Toronto many years ago, and um, a friend of mine said it would be a good time to take those mushrooms. The whole city's blacked out all the way down to uh, Niagara Falls. Uh, I think something happened at the falls with one of the generator turbine shit. So the whole city was uh, blocked out amongst all the suburbs. Took the mushrooms, um, and my friend and roommate decided that he was going to go to the store and try and get some water or something. And my ex-girlfriend had come back and started pounding on the door while I was high on mushrooms. She was having one of her episodes. And then my friend comes back and had to take a shit <laughs> no. with diarrhea, yes. And so he's in a panic at the door going, please just leave high on mushrooms with diarrhea loaded in the mud can and going begging, please, Shelly, just go, just go. I have to take a shit. I'm so fucked up right now. And she's like, I'm not leaving. So he had to run down the hallway and shit in the janitor's sink in our building. He said it was full of the top. No. (laughs) 
poor fucking janitor just trying to do his job. He's got to drain a soupy dump out of the fucking sink. This poor guy. Can't even wash his hands until it's done. He does this on the weekends for extra money, and he comes in to grab his mop, and some guy's got it a foot deep of beef dip. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking little bean skins floating. Fucking just <laughs> what? Um, the worst thing you that's so mean. How can you yell at somebody when they're tripping? That's like the cruelest thing you could do. Scold. I've had some cold bitches in my life. Jeez. The kind of girl that fucks with a, a knife in her teeth with her dead father's underwear on. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> that's a lot to unpack. It's <laughs> a, a lot of baggage, buddy. You that's that's a real thing. <laughs> hey. I don't know attract the right kind of people, but I, I have a sneaking suspicion. I don't know if it'll be this year, but uh, we're going to do some gigs together. And uh, hope so. I got a, I, I got a, a, an X Men team of fucking rejects and outcasts to assemble. But what is the uh, ulti- You know, obviously, I would think Vegas, right? That's definitely a big thing. Yeah, because yeah, that's. Does, does, would that- you like to have a, a say a month? You get yeah. your own room. It's 500 seats, and there's no stress. You know, you sell them out yeah. once a year for a month. Wouldn't that that'd be... That is... For a, me, I would love that, yeah. That'd be great. You get a, you get a whole fucking... That's, eventually, I'd like to get in a position where I could do a string of a month. Just go and live in Vegas for a month, crush out a bunch of shows, have some special guests come on it. And, um, but it's very difficult. I'm sure you've poked your head into the... Obviously, the business of Las Vegas, and you know how do you compete? Care Top has a fifty-story building billboard yeah. on the side of a casino, and you've got your hand up, going, "Hey, I'm talented. You're fucked." Uh, Bathhouses. Like, yeah. That's where you start. You get a flyer Midler. with glory holes. You put your flyer through. Yeah. Well, guys are trying to get their dicks on. Yeah, or have <laughs> put, put a flashlight in Louis's mouth and attach business cards. Oh, can yeah. You imagine Louis chained to a fucking. Like a, a sink drain at the bottom with just empty con- like condoms. Oh, they make a great oh, album cover. Yeah, 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 yeah. Called Keep Your Mouth Shut or You Get Fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, uh, well, clearly, you know, you're, you've not alienated yourself, but you show up in, in your social, your age group or your peers with uh, ventriloquism. It's not like your pals are going to get on board and all get. Dummies. Too. Oh no, they hated me. Oh yeah, they hated me at first because yeah. I was a weird kid. <clears throat> I was a weird kid anyway, and so uh, like I mean, people they expected me to do weird shit, but like having a puppet was definitely weird. But after I like got in the newspaper and like the local news and started doing yeah. shows, they were like, "All right, this is that's kind of cool." But by the time I was in high school and I like we got out, now they're like, "Yeah, oh, good for you," because they they've been to my they've comedy seen club the internet, shows. And they know how this shit goes. Yeah. They don't know it's it's anybody's game out there, and uh, and they ended up coming to my shows. They do, and then once you start to get on TV, they're going to resent you yeah. and despise you because they didn't know that you had enough abilities to actually accumulate a career and success out of it. I don't know those friends. It's going to be great. Those friends who went to see me at uh, those comedy clubs, they literally they their rap group. They signed a, a record label out here. Oh no shit! Yeah, so I mean oh, they'll cool. be happy, but yeah, they'll be like good. These are the kind of dudes you partner up with and, and do, you know, a cameo in their music video. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Dave Chappelle in that music video, yeah. Yeah. Do you, are you in the music? Clearly. You wear an NWA shirt. Oh, yeah. You don't I wear love... that lightly in California. Oh, yeah. I this was... is. I got this at the, the Sloss and Swap Me. 
That was great, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah I, love, I love them. I love Easy es solo career, Ice Cube. That's like my core of hip hop. Like that's, yeah. and everything else that I like that's hip hop is branched off of that. Like there's uh, Run DMC and sure. then like two or three other people, but that's it. LL Cool J, Beastie Boys. LL Cool J a little bit. I definitely like the Beastie yeah. Boys, but who's, who's the fucking WC in the Mad Circle? They're okay. a little lesser known, for, but they're major West Coast. They just, yeah. I love, like, the G-Funk, like those funky, all yeah. the samples from the 70s. Warren G? Yeah. You know Warren G? I, I sold marijuana to Warren G. Ooh. Did you, did you frame the money? No. I don't even think I took money. I think I smoked pot with Dr. Dre. Ooh, damn. With the stuff that I'd sold to his brother's Warren G, who's, who's dead now, from what I remember. Warren G's dead. Um, but yeah, I'm, you know, that, that whole hip hop, you know, when we saw breakdancing movies had come out and graffiti and all that stuff, it all came down from New York for us down through Buffalo in the Canada. So NWA, you know, it went from, you know, Iron Maiden shirts to NW, like Raiders jackets. Yeah. Like within a week. I have like, I have like three different Raiders hats and it yeah. always has to be the old script. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this, that's a whole tribal thing out here too is American football, especially Raiders. That, that's a very defined place in any conversation of sports. If you're a Raiders fan, do you just wear it to piss people off? Oh, I just used to wear it cause I just liked NWA, but people would say, uh, are you a Raiders fan? I'm like no NWA fan. Uh, and people sometimes they wouldn't get the connection and I'd be like, Oh, that's kind of sad. Cause I'm not a football fan at all. Like yeah. a sports. I have no idea Good. about any type of sport. Yeah. Good. That, that makes everything so much better. I, people assume because I'm from Canada that I am a uh, hockey fan. I've never watched it. I'll watch I've a fight compilation, it. but that's about yeah. it. Now you can get YouTube. People will cut all the fat for you. And, uh, you know, no, I never got into sports. I was into like, it was skateboarding and BMX and things like that. Stuff that you could do without a team jersey. You know, I didn't really dig that. And that's why when I kind of come across stand-up comedy, I was like, okay, this is something I can drive myself. You know, opposed to being uh, at, on the ice at six in the morning with your parents fucking screaming at you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, 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 you know, can you even go back to the snow? No, it's it's not. I don't no. want. I'll visit there for like a week or two because it's like it's nice, like, pretty. But I can't live there. My power used to go every year. Power would go out for like four days. Really? Yeah, <laughs> you could die. I remember one fucking. People think that's kind of funny, but you can fucking die. Oh yeah, I had to leave my pet fish there. Yeah, that thing fucking froze. Did it really? Yeah, we had to go to a hotel room. We had to live in a hotel room. Your fish froze to death. Yeah. <laughs> fucking plows couldn't come through. The fucking streets were th- yeah. three inches of ice. It's yeah. it's terrible. I mean, sure, a little snowfall is nice, but fuck no, it. No. Go to Northern California. I do not. Like, touring in Canada, there's long drives in between gigs, and you're not always getting the best weather conditions. You're kind of risking your life to, to go to a lot of these shows, and it's, uh, it's dangerous. So, yeah, I've totally climatized by living here. And there's fucking, like, look, look where we are. It's It's quite... Um, there's palm trees. Um, there is a lot of police helicopters that go over my house all the time. I think I shouldn't be jerking off on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I want to get back to uh, Vegas and uh, yeah. what would that uh, what would that entail? Like, do you see yourself doing like a, a sixty minute? Definitely, act? for sure. Yeah. But I can, I feel th- like it would be best after I got on the road for a while. Because that's like my oh, main thing sure. is to get on the road, you know, just build up and beef it up. And once I got that, I definitely want to do a stint in Vegas. Because that's like, 
for the golden age of Hollywood, like that was the thing to do, go out to Vegas. And so like for me to be the person next step to do that, that'd be, yeah. Yeah. It's a gold standard, I think, for entertainment in the world. Las Vegas. Yeah. You as think? long as it's not Branson. I'm kidding. Who? Branson? Branson. You ever hear Branson, Missouri? Mm-mm. Apparently that's like, like Atlantic City, but not as good. Like it's like with the real down and out people oh, have to go. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody has a drug problem in the casino. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, and it's a dry town too. They can't sell liquor there. At a casino? Yeah. In Branson, Missouri. Dry County. That's so fucked. And this, you, you know, strip clubs here, you can't, um, you can't show your holes if there's booze. Like, it's only topless if it's alcohol and if it's... Um, Why? Do people, do people get a little sauce up? They're just going to start sticking fingers in? Like, I don't, I don't know. I think it's a, it's a uh, state and church type thing. I don't know what it is. It's just a sick way. Have you, have you ever been to a strip club? In, no, I've no. never been to a strip club, period, yeah. I honestly, wait until you get a chance to go to Montreal. And you'll meet your wife there. <laughs> Are they high class there? Is it like They're high. the Olympics? French Canadian girls. Say we want about the uh, province of Quebec, which I've had my issues with. Um, nothing personal, but the city of Montreal is fucking cool, man. It is. It is a sexy, wild place, and um, you know. That's probably I would I would think that you were interested in doing the Montreal festival, right? Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. the the naughty or the nasty show. Yeah, yeah, that would be that's right, my because that's what I've been. Yeah, all the I remember used to they used to not book me because I was too dirty back in yeah. my hometown at the one club that existed. But so to have that show, the nasty show, it's like perfect. Come on. Yeah. No, I auditioned for that fucking thing for like nine years. Are you kidding? You for nine years? Yeah. So much so that nothing. Yeah, it was. I was a little butthurt, and when I moved to England, they'd called uh, the management company that I was with there and asked if I'd be on the showcase. And uh, I said, "Really, there's no point now. Like, I lived in Canada for forever, and I've done all this shit, and no one's recognizing it." And then uh, uh, I said, "Okay, but nothing's changed. They've seen me rock it. There's really not much." That sucks. Yeah, I would have think that if anybody's doing the nasty I know, show, like that's that's what, what people would come up to me and say, "Why are you blah blah blah?" Year after year after year, so it was like waterboarding me, like a thorn. But then I, I, I'm glad I waited, even though it was like, um, it was crazy. You it did was, eventually get on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, what was like the difference? What, what, what do you think put you over the edge to where they were like, "All right"? I didn't have any nervous energy that I would have brought to the table years earlier. I was very um, poised for it, and I think being in Europe leading up to that performance had created a, a little more of a confidence level from just being in so many different broad you know, countries and cultures over the years that I'd lived there that the time that they wanted me to do comedy in English for my native people, it was, it was really effortless. So there was no... Um, Stammering or anything, I just smashed it. It was fucking cool. It was uh, Nick DiPaolo hosting. Um, and His the, new special is great, by the way. I keep hearing that. I, I think it's on YouTube, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I yeah. remember I watched it when it was like 16 hours after it was posted. And it was at 35,000 yeah. views. Now it's at like a mi- like 2 million. It's great. Good. Good. I think, you know, especially somebody with his um, uh, uh, pedigree, we'll call it, is very 
it's helpful, I think, for comedy in general, for the most part. But um, the the hotel was on strike when we were doing the festival, and he was going off on the staff about <laughs> how they should be working, and I don't know why they're complaining. We leave food on the ta- trays in the hallway. Oh like, come on, that's yeah, fucking yeah, funny. Yeah, 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 right. It was great. This is the host, <laughs> oh, shit. right? So they and then they would like pucker up, oh, and he'd hammer it down, and then uh, Chris Neff, myself. Uh, Patrice O'Neill. Oh shit! You did Patrice, Otto and George, and Joe DeRosa. What a great fucking show! It was a great show. It was one of the few comedy shows I'd actually sit and watch. Yeah, and, uh, it was it was fantastic. We I had, a, I had a really good time, and not to mention the nasty show. It, you do more shows uh, at the festival than anybody. It's, it sells up the most, the quickest, and um, there you do I think like seven performances over the course of the week. And they filmed one on the last night, I think, which was my, I think my weakest set that the one they filmed, I had more of a stride, the other ones, it was, it was, it was, uh, it did very well on YouTube. So that seems to be the point of reference. Oh, speaking of YouTube, I have a special coming out. Ooh, (laughs) do tell. You know what? When we're done this, I'll show you the trailer for it. Um, October 30th, only I'm, there's been a while since I've done an hour uh, on video. Television? No. On the thing, on, on the, the screen. Digital, on the digital thing. It's really, it's dirty. <laughs> it's dirty from go. I, it's dirty from go. I don't know what is going to happen. And the more I watch, skim through Netflix, comedy content i'm like i'm so separated from whatever good or bad it's it's gonna be uh uh you know trying to put out the first eminem album you know oh yeah and uh it's no shortage of and there's no really direction to anybody specific it's it's like someone opened a a, shook out a bag of dead animals and do a kid's birthday party (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like you could why why did this man do this to us right we're all just trying to have fun (laughs) with my son yeah it's his birthday you ruined it yeah no it's a um i don't think there's enough of that you know you know about villains they're fucking the best yeah, so I've Beetle been juice. you. I like Beetlejuice. I've seen you. I think it was ten minutes. I saw your set, and I think that's the longest I've seen you on. So a fucking hour. I can't imagine yeah. what kind of shit goes on. It is hard. It's a hard. If you put it on Netflix, it's good. they're going to have to have some sort of warning, right? Like it's going to have to have like a, a thirty uh, let's minute be long honest. warning. It's very kind of you to use that brand in the same breath as mine, but um, I don't think they'll fuck with it. And oddly enough, the guy who booked me. For the Just for Last Festival, Naughty Show, is the head of the comedy department at Netflix. Hmm. Maybe it's not so. Uh, well, we'll see. Maybe we'll there. see. We'll see. I'm, I'm going to submit something into the. Uh, I might put it out on browsers. <laughs> like the like actual. Yeah. Oh, how funny would that be? Fucking. I forget, I forget you can do that now. Like the porn sites are now like social media. You can promote your shit there. Why not? You know what I mean. There's so much, there's no, will be no hangups on a c- content. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, it, uh, October 30th, and I did a horror movie. Nice. What's it about? It's about me kidnapping an all-girl punk rock band and torturing them and killing them. 
Lots of good effects. There's a ventriloquist in it, but he hangs himself in the beginning of the movie. Accurate. That's about <laughs> sums up seventy percent. But yeah. he's still got his dummy. He's still got his dummy on his hand. His dummy's jerking off to it. Yeah, <laughs> he's got, yeah the dummy's holding on. He's got a, the crazy glue to his dick. <laughs> right, and he's got a rope. No, no, no. I'm joking. <laughs> I was about to say I, I want to see what kind of dummy it was. Oh. I've had some stuff. I had uh, Tommy Talker. Do you know what Tommy Talker yeah, is? Yeah. yeah, I had a Tommy Talker. And um, I've always, you know, I think I'd seen a movie, you probably might even be familiar with it, from the 70s. Magic. Is it magic? Where the, the girl has the pendant on the little voodoo doll, and the chain breaks, and it comes to life? Ah! No, I think, okay, you're talking about like that little weird looking yeah, guy? No, I haven't thing. seen that. You haven't seen it? I've seen that little clip where it's running around and stuff, yeah, though, it, but ugh. It's, it scared the shit out of me. I had a friend who made a, uh, a marionette, and uh, he's a bit of a... Uh, nitwit and he split his hand open and it bled onto the wood and I'd come home and he'd sit in front of the fireplace in our living room and sit with this doll in his hand that was half done he'd spent months carving this fucking stupid thing that was clearly an eyesore (laughs) it looked like it had already been mauled by a bear (laughs) and he I go what are you doing he goes I I gotta burn this thing he goes "Uh, I'll burn it yeah, I, I cut my hand and there's blood on it. It's going to come back to life. I guess I can't really complain. <sighs> you were serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. I think he's schizophrenic now. I gave him some LSD in oh, the yeah, 90s I and I don't think he really came back from it. That'll do it to you, yeah. Have you taken acid? Uh, yeah, but that's, like a, that's like a one every two years thing for me. Spread it out, yeah. Yeah, it's not a... Uh, thing to fuck with. I haven't tripped though. I haven't had like the boo, like the whatever really? he says it is. I've had like the just the heightened sense of sh- craziness and just things are silly. But yeah, yeah, I haven't had the trip trip that I want. Yeah, but you done the mushrooms. Yeah, I think I, I definitely want to give that a nice to go again. I think it's good for clearing out the cobwebs of creativity and stuff. Yeah. Got to eat something first though. Like even though it does hamper it a little bit, it keeps everything down. Like something healthy in there. Yeah, you got to uh, uh, put the foundation down. You know, you're not doing a bunch of Jager bombs and a fistful of mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why you shit your pants and ended up in jail. <laughs> oh, was that you or me? <laughs> I love doing that, though. Fucking, if I'm on my bed and I'm laying on my side, I just, as hard as I'm like, that's good. Echo. <laughs> the neighbors are banging on the wall. I'm sure they can. I'm sure. I hope they can. Oh, they're so noisy. And where, fucking, they deserve it. Where are you performing? Where am I performing? Uh... The 22nd, Saturday, midnight, uh, Huntington Beach, uh, oh, Ron Jeremy. Yeah. Ron Jeremy's head. God damn you. I can fucking smell it's that. Bad, oh, right? Shit. I know. And I burped. It's can fucking outside. Which which? Uh, I know. It's like a hot duvet uh, full of burnt diapers. That's, yeah. But yeah, Ron Jeremy is headlining. So yeah, Huntington Beach. It'll be bitching. Uh, my first television appearance was with Ron Jeremy. So I, he's, when was that? Did he been doing stand-up that long? No, I think Ron had dabbled in stand-up in the uh, late 70s, early 80s. And then I think he was he used to be a teacher for handicapped kids wow. and doing stand-up and worked some various, um, um, what's the um, belt? Um, Borscht belt? Borscht belt. And um, was a big fan. I think he was around a lot. Clearly his pornography career took off and uh, stand-up was something he'd, I guess, you know, you see him at the comedy store all the time. He's clearly 
been an institution in, in and around comedy for so long. Porn stars and comedian rock stars. Yeah, there's um, a lot of overlap. There's a lot of overlap. They're, they're the vampires, right? Those are the nighttime people. Yeah. Everyone goes to bed and then the ventriloquists and the whores can creep out of the fucking out. sewers yeah. and just, you know. That would be a, you should, that'd be a great audience cut from you is being in front of like the motley crew of like just pimps and prostitutes and you doing your act. Yeah. They would, they get it. That's what get my big, my basically my entire career from when I was like 16 to 17 in upstate after I was blacklisted from the one comedy club out there. Jeez. It was all burlesque shows, just all of the dregs, quote unquote, of yeah. society. We'd all come in, they'd love me and we'd have fun. It was, yeah. Yeah, drag shows, all that kind of stuff is what we did. Yeah, and it's in vain of, of that kind of performance. And you're not like a fucking cl- creepy. It's nice to see girls in their underwear and shit, but yeah. you're clearly taking what you're doing serious and. It's plenty of candy. Yeah. Out in the streets. That was always fun. That was... Yeah, and the girls get quite calm. They're like, oh, this young man. And then they're bent over, and you can see a little bit of yeah. of, the, of the meat hanging out the back. I forget her name. I forget, something... Larry. Something, yeah. <laughs> something Rouge, her name was. And she was... I forget. I don't know what ethnicity she was. She was a little thick. Mm. And she I, she was always my favorite. I remember I was always like... I always saw her on the bill. I was like, Yes. That's great. I red wish hair? I remembered her name. No, black hair, like red red lipstick, just ch- yes. a little chubby, but just it was so, it worked. And of course, you have the small species with giant tits. Yeah. Yeah, you like a, a curved, like a, a crumb. Yeah, I don't know why, but Fritz it's just like, yeah. Fritz the cat type thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at your face. Yeah, Fritz the cat. That's a good way to describe it. <laughs> you like a lot of circles? Yes. Big round shit? Oh, yeah, crumb drawings. That's what I want. I want yeah. a 3D crumb drawings. <laughs> Yeah, it's bad when a girl has no ass. Yeah. I was just thinking today, I would rather have flat-chested with a nice ass. I would have yeah. her augmented breasts with lasagna-style scars mm-hmm. where her tits used to be if she had a 10 shit locker. Yes. Yeah, you can't. Because, I don't know, for some reason, like, the big tits and no ass is like so, it's like a, a weird 80s, early 90s thing. It's like, like one arm's of, yeah. longer than the other. Yeah. It it's doesn't gross. look right. No, especially when somebody that has too much tit and uh, um, almost disabled looking, like the ass. I have no ass, but I'm working on it. I used to have a great ass, <laughs> but then I tried to kill myself in senior year. I think that's your new T-shirt. I yeah. used to have a great ass. I used ass. to have a great ass. <laughs> Bumper stickers <laughs> with the, with the, the yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I fuck. I tried to kill myself in senior year, and then fucking what? Oh yeah, I tried to kill myself senior year. Suicide attempt? Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna start recording a that bottle, now. Yeah. good. A bottle full of full of Ativan and like a fucking bottle. pills. Yeah, what are you fucking Courtney Love. Hey, and it was a pussy. I didn't want to cut it. Was that hurts? Ow. Stitches. Was this was this from the outside world that was the catalyst of this, or more the? the I mean, I was a, I was a fucked up motherfucker myself, but yeah, oh, outside my world. Act? 
Yeah, well. <laughs> it's, it's a stillborn. Yeah, oh, Jesus. Is what my mother yelled from the audience. It's not a, uh, yeah. it's not a stillborn. <laughs> you kicked her in the stomach and it plopped out on the floor. Thank and you. And you, you held it up like Simba at Lion King. <laughs> Thank you. And with the cord still in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> but I spent a week in the mental hospital. Yeah. And I was in the youth ward because I was 17. I didn't apply to be in the adults. So we had these little tiny meals. And I lost 15 pounds in a week. Jeez. My ass disappeared. It yeah, has yeah, never yeah. recovered since. Yeah, has you, not recovered. You should file some sort of lawsuit against yeah. the city or something. How I know, it fucked with my, you know, my how, living. What was the age group of the uh, people in the hospital? I think it was like, for that wing, it was like like 8 to 17, which is like, why, why are we all in the same thing? I was in like special schools that was kind of like that your mental hospital experience. Yeah, it was like a weird pin. They we, just kind of keep an eye on you. Yeah. But we had a, um, we had a, um, oh, hold on one sec. I have a feeling he's going to reprimand the rabble rousers outside. California. Thanks for that commercial. I had to adjust the the phone. The storage filled up, and I wanted to make sure it could save this for the police report. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm still a little, uh, I was in Europe for, you, I know you, we kind of follow each other on social media. Yeah. Did you see what I did? Where, when, <laughs> where? Everywhere. When, uh, I was in like Sweden and Denmark a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And, um, it's great. It's great. Have you been anywhere in Europe? No, I have never left the country. Really? Never. That's cool. You will. You will. You know, Vancouver's very close. Maybe you come and do some shows with me in Vancouver. That'd be nice, yeah. Uh, you know Feng Chao? No. He works at the door at the store. Um, hilarious. I, I brought him and uh, Yoshi Abayashi uh, equally, if not just uh, filthy. Asian dudes yeah. in Vancouver, heavily populated by Asian people. I, I brought them in specially because they f- they fuck with the stereotypical Asian comedian yeah. dialogue. Their shit is fucking filthy and hilarious. And to see the Starbucks coffee holders at my show watching these two assassins <laughs> melt faces... Um, <laughs> I don't know why I bring so much joy to my face, but there's uh, like when we were at the Hooters show, watching people that had come in uh, off of a kind of family holiday, and you were on stage, <laughs> right? Yeah, look at the cute puppet. Sit down, kids. And that's what I thought. I'm like, oh, this is either going to go one way or the other way. And, uh, and it was. I could see the split decision. It happens even in my audiences where people have come... And they brought their friends going, oh, this is really dirty. Oh, it's dirty? Oh, this could be great. And then their faces are like, oh, mm-hmm. no. Oh, no, we've made a horrible mistake. Yeah, I have a policy now. If I see a kid in the audience and, like, it's with, they're with a parent, and I, like, I will have to make a joke about it, like, with Louie. And it has to be, like, three dirty jokes in a row to the parent. Like, you brought your kid to this show. Like, what, are you going to take him to, like, do a porno next? And if that's it, if they can't do that, then they know they got to. 
Yeah. That's one of those things. Yeah, yeah. I hate it when people brought kids to the shows. It's not fair to the kids. It's like they're going to feel, even if they feel they laugh at it, they're going to feel weird next to their parent because they feel like they can't laugh. I remember being like that. It's like going partying with your boss around the Christmas yeah. holidays. You'll see 15 people. What are you guys doing? Oh, we're here on a company. Who wants to? No one's going to say anything. And once you start hammering on the boss, mm-hmm. and they, they don't want to laugh because no one wants to get fired. Yeah. I love getting people fired. <laughs> I've had people break up during my show. Oh, that's great. Isn't it? That's great. I've ended long-term relationships with a good fistfuck joke. You were what you you were what they needed. They were already living miserable lives. I'm they needed the help. rouse. I'm trying to help. They needed the rouse. Two fingers or a knee <laughs> is what's going on the t-shirts this year. I'm so looking forward to uh, I'm I'm doing some stuff while I'm here. I'm here for the next few months, and uh, yeah, it's hard to fill up my days. What do you do during the day? You don't have a job, do you? Uh, I do. Like, I have this like thing where you sign up for like this culinary stuff, and like you get sent off to these jobs. I'll do like three or four a week, but I, yeah, I know what I'm. I pretty much do nothing. Yeah, I go to Temple. Yeah, I do comedy, and yeah, and um, like. You you have no allies in this town. <laughs> Pretty much, no. I burnt the bridges I did have, and yeah. No, no. I mean, it's in, there's no. You got no. You've. And then I listen. I know like what it's like to be on the fringe of the fringe. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, who does this guy talk to about his problems in show business? Like, oh, you. Oh, I can't. You really don't have a, anybody here. There's nobody doing it, and. Um, <laughs> Again, uh, Brian Holtzman. Did you watch Brian Holtzman at the Comedy Store? I think I've I've heard heard him, but I don't think I've seen him recently. Magic. It is. I don't even want to describe it. If you're ever in L.A., um, go see Brian Holtzman. He is uh, usually on Last Guy, the Kinnison spot, um, I think is what he does. And, um, dude, it, it is... I don't know. There's there's not enough middle ground in any of this. It seems like, you know, you're getting extreme reactions to what you do. And there's, I think the majority of it is there's nothing in the middle of that. It's just very ultra-conservative, yeah. corny, cheesy shit. Or it's like really over the bend. There's, there seems to be no middle class. I think that's why, you know... Some people maybe hate you. <laughs> oh yeah, a good amount of people. Yeah, I've had people come up to me. Uh, I you won't must have comics trying to mic like try tell you what you're do, do, like. Yes, I've had stand up comedians. I'll tell you a, a juicy story. Ooh, and I won't mention names because ooh, but it was a I was at this show. And I do it a few times. I love it. It's great. And I went on, and I did good. But of course, I did my usual, you know, Hitler this and slavery. It's all the sure. all the crazy shit. And then, <laughs> by the way, everybody, that's what my act consists of: Hitler and slavery. Oh, dude. And yeah, but uh, Magic. and uh, I may, may they may not have killed, but I definitely got laughs because at this place I usually do good. It was I, choppy. Yeah. Little choppy. And then I had respectable enough. Yeah, a little. There was a little. Even I was like, "All right, Jake, let's fucking get your shit together." But one of the guys, another comic, came up to me and said, "Hey, man, you know, you got to comment. I don't want to be in so dirty. You know, it's getting it's too too offensive." And I tried to be like, "All right," but he said, "You know, it's hard. You know, when you kill the kill the room. You know, after you get on." And it's like that rubbed me the wrong way, and I kind of bit my lead tongue. The next time I went up there, 
I fucking murdered yeah. when everybody else had a bomb before yep. me. And he, who didn't? Guess who didn't say hi to me that night? I was like, of course, mm-hmm. of course. The, the, some of the best gratifying moments in this business is when people give you this selfish advice because they're threatened by what could be. Yeah, they have no possibilities. Yeah. They have none, and it freaks them out. Oot, oot, oot. Did I hear oot. an oot? No, it was no. I'm, I'm maybe I'm over. I've been. I've I've heard too many different people kinds of people talk. Like I've been. New, upstate New York has its own thing. Then New York City. Then like What's it, everything just New York meld. Girls sound like. Is it nasal? Like kind of. Uh, Why you acting so stupid? Like they say stuff like uh, that. Like it's it's like almost a little, like a little uh, um, autistic. Like yes. a little stroke, a little stroke, a little incest, a little autism, okay. a little wanting to be ghetto, yeah. and then not pulling it off, and then like a dirty, dirty uh, pajama pants that are fuzzy, and like a pink branded hoodie, upstate New York girl. Yeah, it's just it's depressing. I'm sure it's like With coffee stains on the inside of the legs. Yeah, it's not <laughs> no, it's not even the it's not even like the dignity of having stains. It's just. There's a sheen of brown over everything. Like you can tell, the nicotine just, stains, yeah, disappointment, just, daddy's tears. Yeah, just an ashy couch, and they just roll on <laughs> it. It just sort of coats it. <laughs> my, my hometown has questionable women, to say the least. Yeah, to say the least. My hometown's. No, Are you from a small town? Mm, Five hundred thousand. I see. I, I can't keep my town by like by. Numbers. We don't do the. I don't even. I couldn't even tell you oh, what really? mine was. Yeah, no, it was a pretty big city. It was an hour outside of. Okay, that's Toronto. not too bad. But yeah, all small towns. All, they're basically all the same wherever you go. Like they with the looks. Yeah. Like, dude, I went to Detroit to film a horror movie about ventriloquist dummies killing people. Ooh. I got to yeah, I got to puppeteer and do a whole bunch you of. See when puppets kill. No. Do you know that show? That's a Canadian show. Not, when was it? When, what era? Uh this is probably twenty years ago. All right, sounds like my alley. Look the Comedy at Network. I'll send you a list of Canadian stuff. There's some shows. Are you familiar with the hilarious House of Frightenstein? No. Where Vincent Price would open up the show with his disembodied head, and then the Wolfman and Dracula and Frankenstein would do all this crazy psychedelic shit. No, that's it, fucking sounds nice. You'll see a lot of Rob Zombie had extracted some of this Saturday morning kids show. It was a Saturday morning kids show. And I grew up, I was shot in my hometown. They're actually rebooting the franchise like 30 years later. Like a macabre banana splits? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and um, H.R. Puffin stuff with, you ever watch H.R. Puffin stuff? No, these are a lot of weird names. Really? <laughs> Lots you, of H's. You know, Mar- Marty, Marty Croft and... Oh, yeah, dude, I have, the, I have the entire series of Land of the Lost on DVD. Fucking mm-hmm. love that shit. Though I was completely hypnotized by that, especially H.R. Uh, Puffin stuff. They hired this little uh, English kid with a bowl cut is the kind of um, Alice in Wonderland character of this. And he uh, had a flute that talked, and the witches were always trying to eat them, and they had these, you know, McDonald's kind of grimace. It was the same yeah. guys that did the McDonald's commercials, those characters. Nice. Uh, anyway. One of my friends knows fucking, I forget, uh, Showbiz Pizza? You ever hear oh. of that? Like with the animatronics and like one's the bear with all this stuff. One of my friends, uh, he's another ventriloquist. Oh, he, like Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, he knows the guy who made those uh, me- mechanics or whatever it's called. The animatronics. I love that yeah. stuff. I love that stuff. Taxidermied animals, um, you know, 
Anything that's kind of like, uh, did you ever the wax museums in, in um, Niagara Falls? They'd have all I went these... to the Frankenstein's Wax Museum in uh, Lake George. Okay. But it was a haunted house, and I pissed my pants <laughs> as a kid. Dude, I had to be let out. Like, my, me and my... No, I didn't... Because you were scared? I couldn't even get let out. You pissed your pants? Oh, no, not really I pissed my pants, but, like, my mom had to carry me. My face was in her yeah, neck, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrified. Oh, yeah, it was dark and scary. I thought it was going to be, like, a museum. Like, there would be, like, figurines and yeah. stuff. But, no, it was fucking frightening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's oh. some good ones. In in Moncton, New Brunswick, Canada, they have a, a which I was there during the Halloween weekend, but this was a, a all-year-round haunted house. I wish I could remember the name of it. But they had this huge warehouse and uh, world-class scare shit. Like, nice. yeah, yeah, I was buckled over with laughter. I was laughing so hard. Zombie something, it's called. Moncton, New Brunswick, shout out. Yeah, I love that shit. I'm I'm always in revel in the idea of being completely shattered by something. <laughs> Ever I'm such a pussy. Ever since I was a kid, any sort of thrills like that, I can't handle it. My when I was a kid, little kid, if my I mom, draped a dead cat over your neck while you were sleeping. That would be. I mean, it depends on the condition, really. I mean, if its guts are everywhere, then I'll be like, ah. But if it's, it's all together, it's like ah. Eyes are out. I have the eyes in my mouth, and I'm standing over here, and I smile, and you can see the eyes. And then when I open my eyes, you, you yeah, bite down on the And yeah. I squirt the eye juice in Ugh. your mouth while the cat's draped over you. Mr. Whiskers with his collar. Someone loved it. Ugh. <laughs> Someone loved it. <laughs> I've been thinking about making out with a dead cat. Making out? Yeah, just like, I don't know. I don't know. Well, which end? I mean, the, I go different teeth, tastes. Teeth. It's, I think it'd be a good album cover, holding up a wet cat with its tongue and its eye pushed out and licking its tooth. Mm. I think so, Peter would maybe give you a bit of a tough time. <laughs> that might be, in this day and age, that might be a bit of an issue. Once if I show a video of Peter of me actually running the cat over with a stolen car mm. and go, look. That's the secret track. He was drunk. Mm. You, got, you just got a couple of clips we were talking. You were going to shoot something. The new videos and stuff like that. Nice. No, you. Oh, what, what? <laughs> you, I was mumbling again. Um, you're going to shoot some of your stand-up and put it online. Yes. Yeah, you got to get something. My good major up. thing, I need a fucking good video. It's been Please so long do. since I've had a show that I can like, that I know that I can film. So yeah, I got to, that's my number yeah. one thing. I'm thinking this Saturday, like June yeah, the second, 22nd. Please do. Also, um, I'm going to do like eight weeks in Canada. Are you interested in coming out and opening for me for one of the weekends? Hell yeah. Yeah? Hell yeah. The show's already been booked, but what you'll do is do some guest spots and then do a showcase for the owner, Mark nice. Breslin, in awesome. Toronto. Toronto. We'll sure. talk a little more about that uh, off camera, but still, it's the last leg of the now No Gods, No Masters tour. We did um, the other act on the show. Um, Sam Walker, who I think you're going to love. Mustache, mullet, fanny pack, <laughs> one leather glove that says Walker on it, right? Army boots, khakis, and like a leather vest. And it's, he's been on tour with me for the last two months or something. So between you, him, and what other schmuck is hosting the, the show, it is going to be an Eiffel. I love it because I, you know, when I'd seen Sam over a year ago, it was a similar impression when I saw you. I was like, oh, this is very refreshing. 
Nice. And it, and it's it's coming at me at a place that I really recognize. So it's going to be Just a, a vulgar circus. Yeah, it's great. It's great, and it's. And, the, the intention is we're just trying to make people uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, this tour is the No Gas, No Masters tour. You know what the next one should be? Mm. The Villains of Comedy Tour. I like it. I like it. And like a, a three-headed monster. Yeah, like Ghidra from Godzilla. Yeah. Or like you That's would, out now, Godzilla. Or like you like in retro cartoon style as Popeye with angry <laughs> eyes. Yeah. <laughs> It's that I got a black eye. A de- yeah, you can have a dead cat hanging from your hand. <laughs> they can't do shit if it's a cartoon. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can do that. Oh, you can do anything when it's a cartoon. I love cartoons. Oh. I watched um, another show from the 80s, uh, Inhumanoids. It was a, a horror uh, Saturday morning cartoon. I got to hang out with you more. You I know what kind of monstery shit that I have not heard of. Well, yeah, you, you, the, the nostalgia that you have for your um, influences... Uh, was all kind of shit I grew up on. You know, that was all my pop culture. Now, I don't know what is pop culture. Everything's pop culture now. It's terrible. It is terrible. It stinks. Yeah. What, um, do you get any hate mail? <laughs> uh, not enough people know about me for me to get yeah. hate mail. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a proud day in any blue comedians. One thing Louis C.K. said, he wished that only the amount of people who liked him knew who he was. Because yeah. once you get to a certain amount of popularity, people who don't like you or never heard of you start knowing you. And it, that's when the that's when shit starts to go south. Yeah. It's weird, this business, right? Yeah. What would you feel about uh, if Bill Cosby called you? <laughs> <laughs> well, he says, listen, I want to fuck. I want to fuck? <laughs> I'm like, you don't have any clout Mom, anymore. Mom, can I go? <laughs> No, if he, would you open for Bill Cosby? I think it's. I don't think his <laughs> crowd would like me. I think the money would probably be very good. You don't think Bill's crowd? Yeah, I don't you think the church-going Baptist too, black audience would dirty, be too dirty for Bill Cosby. I mean, they may have Louie and him have matching sweaters, but it's not like <laughs> not matching audiences. It's crazy now. There, you know, there's a French Canadian comedian that's been sued for a joke that he did. Yes. Yeah. What the fuck is that about? Well, we're going to have a great time in Toronto. <laughs> yes. How will great publicity <coughs> ventriloquist extradited for hate speech? The last, um, the last time I was in Toronto, the police came. So we're going to try and... Can you get arrested? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Oh, it'll be great. Oh, the publicity. That, you know how many shows you can get? You got just a picture, send a picture of your parents of you being handcuffed. And then look over your shoulder and start crying and go, I thought Canadians were nice. <laughs> Dude, the mugshot would be my headshot for the rest of my life. Dude, that, 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 that would set a, a career standard. <sighs> and the puppet, if the cops got it by his arm and yeah. dragging him behind him. Someone's, he's, oh, they're wrestling me to the ground and they're just yanking him from me. How fucking cool would that be? Because they couldn't get us for that long for saying a no. thing. And especially with us being like U.S. like citizens, I guess now, it's like... And not to mention, we'll put a couple GoPros in our cell and do a hit streaming show yeah. called Don't Get Raped. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't Get Raped, eh? No, and it shows the uh, you've got your dummy pushed against the bars yeah. and there's a lineup of guys fucking his mouth. <laughs> He, he's he's being passed around. I bet Canadian prisoners are good enough sports. They would they would do that. They wouldn't they would rape your dummy. I don't know why that's so funny to me, but it is. Oh shit! Thanks for being on the show. Absolutely, it's good times. Where can uh, people find you? 
Instagram at Jake, the letter N, and then Louie, L-O-U-I-E. Just yeah. one word, Jake and Louie. Across the board, tons to Twitter and Facebook, Jake and Louie. Wicked. And um, new stuff coming out, some sort of new content. And uh, like I said, I, there's a movie I'm com- doing. Well, it's done. It's coming out next year and uh, the special. And uh, you can follow me at Jason Rouse 666 um, all over the place. Thank you. Ka-choo.